morning. Welcome to Jesus in Coffee with Pastor Tom, where we have a little bit of coffee and a whole lot of Jesus. We are in Proverbs chapter 31. We're going to look at verse 4 through 7 this morning. Again, this uh, chapter is given to us by the mother of a king named Lemuel. Lemuel is um, a special name. This name means belonging to God. So this mother is a godly mother who is trying her best to give wisdom to her son. We don't really know who this king is. Uh, we, we don't know if it's, it could be a metaphor um, or another pseudonym for Solomon. That's very, very possible. But what we do know is this must have been a literal mother, an actual woman, because of the first couple verses of this chapter, um, how she specifically says, son of my womb, or the one I gave birth to. And uh, she must have made a commitment to God with her son, this child, because of his name. It means belonging to God, Lemuel. So she is relaying wise teachings to her son um, as a leader, as a ruler. And uh, obviously, this is part of God's word. This is inspired by God. So this wise teaching here, um, possibly from um, someone's mother, uh, it could be Solomon just writing um, and giving different character to his, his wisdom sayings. We don't know. Either way, it's truth, and there are true things that we can learn from this passage. So let's go ahead and look at verse 4. Yesterday she warned him against um, uh, against uh, women. Not, not so much against women as she warned him against um, lust is what she was really warning him against, to not become so consumed with women in a lustful sense, but to be wise and to distance himself from that. And there's something else that she tells him to be careful um, not to do as a leader as well um, here in these passages. So verse 4 says, It is not for kings, O Lemuel, it is not for kings to drink wine or for rulers to take strong drink, lest they drink and forget what has been decreed and pervert the rights of all the afflicted. Give strong drink to the one who is perishing and wine to those in bitter distress. Let them drink and forget their poverty and remember their misery no more. Okay, so there's a lot packed in here. Now, it's important to understand that nowhere in the Bible is consuming alcohol condemned. Nowhere in the Bible is it a sin to consume alcohol. Now, it is a sin in Scripture, it's labeled multiple times, to allow alcohol to consume you, right? There's a difference there. We use alcohol for many different things. God created alcohol as part of the way our world and universe works. Alcohol can be beneficial, as anything in creation can be beneficial. Um, but alcohol can be abused, just like anything else in creation can be abused, and it can turn into a sin. And consuming lots of alcohol will mess up your judgment of situations. And because of that, it's not something, especially someone in a leadership position, should be um, consumed with. 
and this goes for anyone, right? Uh, it's very it's frowned upon to be an alcoholic because it affects your judgment, your ability to function in the world if you are just consumed by alcohol and you stay that way. Um, it, you're going to make foolish decisions. You're not going to be able to focus. It's going to impair everything, all your interactions in life. And in, in short, it cuts off your connection of being able to relate to everyone else around you is what it does. And that's why consuming too much alcohol is a sin. And the mother here is warning him against that. And this goes for drugs too, not just alcohol. Alcohol is just another drug. This goes for any other substance that can consume you. I mean, listen, we have a um, um, a, a terrible uh, situation with prescription drugs and people getting addicted to prescription drugs and um, relying on them so much. Their body needs them, and that impairs them to a certain extent. And so there's there's a, a fine line here that, that people got to be careful with. And so here's the deal. You know, no alcohol is not sinful to touch or to taste, but do not, do not allow it to overtake you and your ability to think and make wise decisions, regardless of whether you're a king or a father or a mother or a, a teacher, a leader of any, a boss in the workplace, whatever, because it's only going to impair your ability to, to lead properly and to function with other people. Now, the mother does say that there is a place for excess alcohol. And listen, we do this today. We do this today when people are on their deathbed, okay, as she says here in verse 6 and 7, people who are perishing, people in bitter distress, okay, and we're not talking about people who were just at, in, at a bad point in their life, no, and giving them alcohol is just going to make it worse. We're talking about people who are likely going to be dying soon, people who are truly in great, great amounts of pain and hurt physically. Even though they might heal up, in that moment they are they are in terrible, terrible pain. You can dull that pain with alcohol. Now today we don't use alcohol so much to do that. Um, we have other methods. We'll put an IV in them and give them other, other types of drugs that will help dull the pain. Yes, it will impair their ability to make ju good judgment calls. But in that moment, given the situation they're in, we justify it because they are hurting so much and we're trying to minimize the pain and suffering that they are in. So we will give them their drugs for that. And that's what this mother is saying. There's a time and a place for excess amounts of alcohol or drugs to help dull pain for the sake of that person not, not suffering. Okay, And uh, so that that's always been... A customary thing. Um, but we need to be careful not to abuse that, not to use it when we don't need it. And see, that's happening a tremendous amount in society. Pain, painkillers, another example of that. Um, painkillers are good and they are necessary at times, but we need to be careful not to rely on them too much because then we get addicted to them and they can affect and impair our judgment and our ability to function in the world. So this is a very practical, wise thing here. Now, how does this relate in a spiritual sense? Well, quickly, 
this relates in a spiritual sense because um, alcohol and getting drunk with alcohol is just a a metaphor, a real world metaphor for um, idolatry. It's a real world metaphor for for idolatry. Okay, so when you look to other things in creation to bring peace and distract you. They might work for a little time, but see, they take your eyes off of God. They impair, it impairs your judgment to see the glory of God. Just like alcohol impairs your your physical ability to see clearly and your your real world practical judgment of day-to-day activities, okay? You can't even walk straight, right? And so that's what idolatry does to you. So keep your eyes focused on the Lord. Keep your eyes focused on God. You know, keep your eyes focused in reality and don't let the material things of this world consume you and affect your ability to judge what is wise and what is unwise, what is right, what is wrong. But keep your eyes focused on God. Seek him first, okay? Don't seek other things to to bring peace and comfort, right? And to take the pain away in life. We need to seek God. He's the one that can bring true peace and comfort in this life. Okay, so thank you for joining me today. At the end of the day, this is all about putting God first. This is all about putting God first and doing so for the sake of other people, right? For the sake of other people. Because this mother wants this king to be a good king, that puts God first because he belongs to God, and it's a king that will keep himself clean and his mind clear so that he can better serve the people in his kingdom. Okay? All right. Thank you for joining me. Seek first the kingdom of God. Have a blessed day. I'll see you again tomorrow. Bye.